I'm, I'm a bit unclear. Because it's a bank holiday, are we legally allowed to be quote unquote working? Um, since <laughs> not not to uh, sound racist, but where do you come from where you actually care about human rights? <laughs> I was going to say, doesn't work also imply that we're producing something of value? Uh, not necessarily. I know plenty of people that work and produce nothing of value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. CISO. <laughs> You're listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are joining us and welcome to episode, what is it, 106-ish? Uh, well, I'm 110. losing track. 110. whatever. It's 10-something of the Host Unknown podcast. Welcome, welcome one and all. Gentlemen, welcome to you both as well on this lovely uh, bank holiday. I'd say sunny, but it's not. It's like we're living in a Tupperware bowl, unfortunately. Uh, but um, yeah, bank holiday Living nonetheless. Jav, how are you? Tupperware bowl. Well, it's just white clouds all above you, so it looks like somebody's put a okay. big white Tupperware bowl over you. Ah, oh. okay, interesting. Have you not heard that? I've one? Never heard that one before. No, never. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no Tupperware to be honest, is this. Pl- it's it's this plastic stuff that you used to store food in. I mean, I know. You know, I, I I know you're all living on takeaways and fucking deliveroos. No, and I know what Tupperware do. is. Uh, I know what Tupperware <laughs> yeah. is, but you know, it's um, never heard that phrase. Honestly, like you come out with the most outdated phrases ever. It's a bit like the new Tron, <laughs> uh, the, the recent Tron remake, and he goes in and like, the, 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 what's his name? The original character. He's there, and he's still using like phrases from the seventies and eighties, like radical man. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually just Google when Tupperware first came out. It was 1946, so it was probably quite a big, big thing for you at the time, Tom. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if I wanted that's to be really, why. I could have said I don't know Pyrex or something. <laughs> Dear me. Anyway, any enough. God, God. Uh, Jav, how are you? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. It's been a, an interesting week because Monday was off for. Our American cousins because of Memorial Day. And now we've got Thursday, Friday off over here. So there's been very little overlap in the Venn diagram. If if you take if you take into consideration time zone differences, it's only been like four hours where me and my the rest of my team have been actually working at the same time. So it's been a good week. <laughs> <laughs> and actually having to talk to them as well. Yeah, yeah. A bit like you guys, but you know, just Part of the job, isn't it? So stressful. We all make sacrifices, especially on Friday <laughs> mornings, it seems. So, uh, Andy, what about you? You've been having a nice, stress-free time, or are you um, still 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 working out the sugar to tea ratio? Uh, I well, I, I would say I'm feeling jubilant today. Ooh, um, ju- yeah. I say on on many levels. I hope. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Like I say, it's actually, I wouldn't say it's a Tupperware bowl. It's just a nice day in the UK, uh, as it was yesterday. And we have, what, six days of rain after today. So, <laughs> um, you know, enjoy it while we can. We shall get out there. It's half term week. So much like Jav, obviously US cousins are 
on leave and then a lot of the other countries that uh, I work with also have holidays this week um you know certainly the ex-colony countries <laughs> and, uh, uh yeah combined with half term for the kids so a just, very just quiet all week. round really yeah but uh yeah anyway how's your how's your job? Are you still employed or have you uh no not been fired uh, yet, you decide to pursue a different yeah <laughs> you're going in different directions <laughs> that's right we're, we're pursuing new adventures no not been yeah. fired yet so um Let's see. Yeah, I was in the office Monday, Tuesday. I took Wednesday off, which was nice. Ended up walking around Bath and uh, spending a bit of time in Bristol. And then yesterday was literally Sounds just like house a house cleaning day. Sorry? I said Bath and Bristol sounds like a date. Yeah, yeah it was. Well, um, I mean, dating <laughs> girls from Bath isn't so bad, but I wouldn't date anyone from Bristol. Oh, no. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is that where you're from? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. No, that's but, where the girl um, was from. He's getting very defensive about it all of a sudden. What? <laughs> I'm sure the Duchess of Ladywell didn't raise no bath shagger. I mean, like, let's... Bath or Bristol? Make your mind up. <laughs> Bristol. Bath's a nice part of town. Yeah, sorry, Bristol. Yeah. Can you edit Bristol's... in Bristol? Enter that. Bristol's and very nice as well. Password. There's lots of people there that throw rocks at the moon and stuff like that. They're you know, <laughs> oh, a bit yeah. too much cider when they're young. Yeah, but I mean, you only have to go to the outskirts of Bath to find some of them too. I mean, this is this you know the West Country after all. Uh, yeah. But uh, Christ, there goes our listenership from there. Um, but yeah, and yesterday was just uh, house cleaning basically because I've been in London all the time. So uh, yeah, got me got me marigolds on or me garamolds, whichever way you look at it, and. Uh, Yes, it was uh, quite a dull day, really. So this was going to be my highlight of the week. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Jeez. See see what happens when you get old, Jeff. It's uh, it's it's actually kind of downhill, isn't it? Now (laughs) now I sort of feel bad. This is his highlight. We should make it nice for him. (laughs) Oh, my God. In In my twilight years... (laughs) <laughs> well, I think we've passed those. I don't even know what we're in now. Yeah, it's yeah. After twilight, I have no idea. <laughs> it's almost. I'm sure it's been. It's the new dawn. You know, this is uncharted territory. <laughs> new dawn. <laughs> oh dear. Talking of new dawns, shall we see uh, what we've got coming up for you today? Well, uh, let's see. You can still vote for us. At the European Cybersecurity Blogger Awards. Can you? Uh, link, link because I, I told well, everyone that today, it was I done. Thought, wasn't it? Oh, it was... I, I don't know. This is, yeah, I don't know. Well, the link's in the show notes. Click on it. At least a try. If you haven't voted yet, at least try. Uh, this week in Infosec, uh, all your base are belong to us. Rant of the week warns us that every breath you take, Vodafone will be watching you, not Gordon. Billy Big Balls is a story of a company based in India calling the regulators bluff. Industry News brings us the latest and greatest security news stories from around the world. And Tweet of the Week shows us the difference between hacking on TV versus hacking in real life. So let's move on, shall we, to our favourite part of the show, the part of the show that we like to call... This Week. In InfoSec. 
It is that part of the show where we head over to our news sources. Oh, no, it's not. It's that part of the show where we take a stroll down InfoSec memory lane with content liberated from the Today in InfoSec Twitter account and further afield. And this week we have gone much further afield. And our first story takes us back a mere 23 years to the 31st of May 1999 when Sega released the video game Zero Wing for the Sega Mega Drive in Europe. Uh, and although this game was never actually released in North America, it was relatively unknown until years later when the poorly translated opening scene was popularised on the Something Awful website. Uh, the most famous mistranslation is the phrase, All your base are belong to us which went on to become a very popular internet meme. Um, so I don't know if you recall this one, the uh, someone set us up the bomb. Do you guys remember that? No, but I, I do remember all your bases belong to us, but I don't remember the other part. Unbel- oh, my dear. You're going to have to find it. This is, honestly, it was just one of the funniest things at the time. Like, all the memes that came back was, yeah, I I don't even know. If you don't know this, you're just going to have to click the links in the show notes. Go to the website, allyourbasearbelongtous.com. Um, in fact, you know what? You're probably going to need Flash to view a lot of this stuff. So <laughs> maybe this is why it didn't survive the tale of time. Back in what 2000, when was 192 deregulated as a service? You know when 118 came out, all of that stuff. Maybe oh. 2003, I think it was, maybe around that time. Um, we set up a call centre in Scotland, where all good call centres are set up, and Mr Rice, a friend of the show, Chris Rice, he wrote the software that translated the incoming calls to, you know, so you had incoming calls, people put in a search, and then, you know, it would take you to the data that was there, and Rice, he did a particular Easter egg in that system, where if you ask for a particular company name in a particular location it would return the uh, all your base are belong to us uh, sort of logo on the screen. And so obviously he put this into the system. It went like, this is National Call Centre as well, just to you know, let people know the kind of stuff you used to get away with, with no, uh, um, you know, sort of sassed and sort of, you know, QA <laughs> change control. Um, and then one night we were out drunk and he said, hey, I've got this great idea, put it on speakerphone and then, uh, you know, called the number 118119. And uh, asked for this particular company in this particular location, and the operator just went silent. And then uh, they're kind of like, um, so, you know, we're not able to, <laughs> uh, the system's just gone down, we'll refund this call. And so, you know, we were all laughing. And then uh, the next day, we, we had the uh, the error logging in, and someone saying, look, something really weird happened to the system. <laughs> like, this <laughs> this thing came up on the screen saying, all your base are belong to us. That's <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm looking so, at hey, it now, actually. Just, you know. It's Captain. got to ring a bell now, right? Yeah. What happened? Mechanic, somebody set up us the bomb. We get signal. <laughs> yeah. What? Main screen, turn on. It's you. <laughs> How are you, gentlemen? All your base are belong to us. You are on the way to destruction. What you say? You yeah, have no brilliant. chance to survive. Make I, your time. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why you guys are laughing. This sounds like a regular WhatsApp chat with my extended family. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what dear. do they do? They enjoy uh, all your base belong to us. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just hit out there. It's, it's big out there at the moment. 
Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and Andy, you have these sort of chats, isn't it? When, when, like, you know, back in Mauritius, like, oh, you so have you don't even dis- get me started. Dis- disputes over the land. <laughs> All your land <laughs> belongs to us now. <laughs> Do you know what? I mean, this is actually going off topic, but I. Uh, so a couple of what months ago, uh, my cousin sort of messaged me, said, "Hey, you know, what size, what, what size T-shirt are you?" And I read it. I'm like, dude, what the, you know, why are you even asking this? You know, and like, I, I didn't answer for a while because I was trying to think in my head where he's going with this. Then, like, I got another one. He's like, don't worry. He said, I've guessed. And he said, if it doesn't fit, you have to lose weight. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, next thing I know, I've got like this person's flight details. And I'm like, what the, like, what, what? what's going on? Why are these, you know, these people coming to this airport? And uh, my cousin's like, oh, you know, got, got a friend coming over. She's going to bring you something. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you sending gifts? Like, I do not need gifts. Like, oh, something for you, something for your wife, something for your daughter, something for your sisters. And I'm just like, dude. And this was like a couple of months ago, right? Since then, I've been trying to meet up with this woman. Um, she lives in Streatham. And literally, like, I'm like, okay, right, you know, let me know a good time to come around. Preferably, you know, afternoons on weekends. No, busy every weekend. Like, you know, can't do weekends, absolutely busy everywhere. So, okay, well, I kind of work during the week, <laughs> you know, so what day? Anyway, like, long story short, it was this week, was, I was like, you know, if I don't get them this week, then I'm just going to write them off, okay? And so on Monday, I was like, okay, right, you know, I can head over in the evening. She's like, okay, cool, after work. Then I sent a message saying, right, are you good if I head over? And she's like, actually, I'm tired, I'm going to bed now. You know, can we do it another night? I'm like, fuck. I know, and this is just honestly, it's sort of like just dealing with Mauritians. There's just no concept of time or like just sticking to, you know, committed schedules or anything. It's just, yeah, like in in Africa, time is more of a suggestion rather than a, um, you know, <laughs> a, a measurement of uh, any sort of fixed fixing. At what anyway, point did she say all your places belong to us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the end of it. That, that's how we got there. Um, All your gifts what? belong to us. <laughs> I'm I'm very confused about the relevance of that story now. You know, well, it's more about Jav going on about Mauritians um, and just the, yeah. the disorgan. In fact, just cut all this part out. It's not, not relevant. It's <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, actually. Like... Anyway. Tom, Tom, second... Tom did a no-sell on that. I, th- I thought that was good. I would have done the, the rock selling the stunner on that, honestly. <laughs> Alas, our second story is also from a mere 23 years ago. Uh, to the 1st of June 1999, when Sean Fanning and Sean Parker released the file sharing service Napster. Uh, the service provided a simple way for users to copy and distribute MP3 music files. Obviously, it became an instant hit, especially amongst students. And just over six months later, on the 7th of December 1999, the RIAA, or the Recording Industry Association of America, filed a lawsuit against the service alleging, alleging mass copyright infringement. Um, and eventually that lawsuit forced the company to shut down on 3rd of December 2002, but not before the popularity of downloading digital music was firmly entrenched in a generation of internet users. Uh, changing the face of music collection forever, uh, which I think we can all agree with. It's interesting how uh, a technically illegal service actually did change, uh, as you say, the, the music culture and the music listening culture of the world. Although it was actually legal at the time, and I think this is what people... 
sometimes forget about the good old days with Napster. They didn't just launch as like, you know, Pirate Bay. Um, they actually did find the loophole in the whole copyright infringement thing because they were not actually hosting any files. Yes. Um, so they oh, were providing right. links to other yeah. people. And this is where, you know, they were legitimate company um, at the time. At the time of launch, they were legit. Um, you know, they had offices and everything um, to the point where, you know, they were an incorporated company. And it was almost a year to the day after they launched, uh, 2nd of June 2000, Napster Inc. Um, they actually slapped PopBank, the offspring, with a legal order to stop selling merchandise imprinted with a Napster logo um, because that infringed their trademark. So, <laughs> you know, they were actually set up as a legit company. Um, and it was the RIAA that actually changed that, the, you know, that whole industry had to change the definition of copy for, copyright uh, in order to sue them. And who's the band yeah. that went up against Napster? Uh, that was uh, Metallica. Metallica, Metallica yes. that's yeah. right. <laughs> didn't they, they, they like took a personal um, uh, court case against them, didn't they, or something like that? They did, yeah, and that was, I think we covered it a couple of episodes ago when um, Sean Fanning turned up at the the MTV Music Awards wearing an Napster t-shirt, said that he'd borrowed it from his friend. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. quality. Genius. That's quality. Yeah, Napster. That no, that's I, that really does signify the those, the late nineties, doesn't it? It's a real sort of yeah. em- emblem of the nineties. Huh. Excellent. Well, thank you, Andy, for this week's. This week in InfoSur. This is the podcast the Queen listens to, although she won't admit it. And given this this is Jubilee Week, uh, Your Majesty, if you are looking to sponsor a, you know, an up and coming, potentially award winning uh, uh, global podcast, look no further. I think we'd be uh, right up your street. Uh, Shall we move on? Yes, I think it's time to get a little bit angrier. So this week, Andy has chosen a doozy for me. Absolute doozy. I only had to read the uh, the headline to already get angry. Vodafone plans carrier-level user tracking for targeted ads. I I was I got so upset about this. I actually clicked on the link to read the story. That's that's how uh, uh, how, how bad it was. I know, I know. I actually did some in inverted commas research. Um, by research, I mean clicking on the link, obviously. Uh, so, uh, effectively, Vodafone is going to be piloting a new advertising ID system called TrustPid, which automatically makes you think it's untrustworthy. Um, yeah, any sort you have of, to include the word trust in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything that includes the word sort of trust or, or safe or child or something like that is already picking at your emotions trying to trying to uh, get you on their side. But what it does is that it allocates every single user on the Vodafone network a unique ID um, as a persistent user tracker at the ISP level. What that means is it doesn't matter what your IP address is, if you're on your phone using the uh, the Vodafone network, even if you fire up a, a, a VPN, 
because it's actually operating at the ISP level, you're still going to be tracked. They're still going to work out what sites you go to and therefore offer up targeted ads. Uh, it's currently being tested in Germany. Absolutely impossible to, to bypass. Um, and effectively, it's because Vodafone is saying, well, everybody expects a free internet and this is how you get a free internet. Um, this is It follows on the heels of Apple's Apple's um, blocking and privacy uh, setup of uh, which basically broke Facebook's um, uh, business model. So it's follow on the heels of that. It broke it so much that Facebook actually couldn't afford all the letters that made up Facebook and had to had to rebrand themselves. To be to put a value on it, I think uh, Apple or Facebook reckon Apple cost them ten billion dollars a year, don't they? Well, they should. It wasn't a small amount they? of money. That that's what your data is worth. So so yeah. so just to clarify, Tom, if if I go into incognito mode on my browser, will they still be able to track me? <laughs> yes, if you're on the Vodafone network and currently wow. in Germany. Um, <laughs> so it's you know, amazing I'm... they chose Germany of all places because Germany really has strict, strict yeah. rules. So yeah, I don't I'm know surprised how they, they get away with it. Then. Maybe there was I don't know some little insider you know backhanders going on or something who knows but uh yeah it's it's been panned all round and um you know even you know members of the european parliament are against it um you know uh who's it patrick breyer said these schemes are totally unacceptable and the trial should be stopped democracy is not for sale you know you're in trouble when you've got politicians saying things like that um but the key thing is here these profiles these personality profiles uh, he said, uh, even cover political opinions, sexual orientation, medical conditions, and are therefore a risk to privacy and national security. You know, where officials can be blackmailed, uh, elections and referendums can be manipulated, all that sort of thing. Of course, Vodafone is saying that, you know, the uh, the trust PIDs are generated through randomness. Its subscribers will have options to manage their consent, blah, blah, blah. But it's just... <laughs> It's you know it it feels like just as we seem to be getting <clears throat> a little bit of control back, um, you know, and Apple is part of this. Google is going to be doing a, a very similar thing to Apple um, by switching off its advertising cookies in Chrome by twenty twenty three. So even Evil Corp itself is you know is going along with this. Um, it seems just as we're getting some control back, it's it's wrested away from us at the last minute. Uh, by carriers like Vodafone, and this is really concerning. It has to say, I'm on Vodafone. Well, what's really weird is that you know the the whole argument about keeping the internet free. The ISPs are the ones that charge money for you to go on the internet anyway. Like if you're a Vodafone user, you pay them a monthly subscription fee. Or if you're yeah, at Vodafone, home and you're, don't you're, pay you're... that to advertisers, do they? That or you know to basically they're saying if if we're all used to a free internet. Um, and if we don't do this, then everything has to go behind paywalls and blah, blah, blah. This, they're effectively saying this is the price you pay for a free internet. It's not a free internet, though. That's, that's the point. You, it's, um, you know, oh, well. Yeah. I don't think it would be a bad thing to put stuff behind paywalls and what have you. There's so much crap on the internet. I, I You know, yeah. I, I don't see why. There is. I don't think it's a strong enough argument. 
Well, it's it's an interesting one because you 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 know you say that, uh, but services like Facebook and it's you know and I'm as you know I'm no supporter of Facebook. Services like Facebook are used by huge numbers of um, disenfranchised, you know, underrepresented groups who don't necessarily have the resources and means to host their own environments for this sort of thing. And so if you, you know, if you're taking away free services like Facebook, you're actually reducing the uh, uh, access and equality of access to certain types of information. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a quandary. It's a, it's a dilemma to say the least, because you want it, you know, the internet, if, if the pandemic showed us anything, it showed us the, the internet and it broadband services, etc., are a utility like gas and water and, and electricity in the sense that you need it in order to survive and work and, you know, and, and, and be a member of society and all that sort of thing. So if, if we're going to start, demanding that people or if organizations you know, twitter for instance if they said okay we're now going on a subscription model the people who would suffer the most are not the three of us it's the people that you know can't afford to spend 20 quid a month on twitter or, or whatever and so that they're, they're going to be disconnected from a a huge community of like-minded people so it, it really challenging it's, I think this you're, is not you're, a, you're mixing i it's not you a one-dimensional have, issue, is what I'm saying. But what Vodafone are doing is this, not the right way. No, you have a, a, a slight, you know, element of a point there. But you know, you, you're looking at it <laughs> completely wrong. And I think by using Facebook and Twitter examples, you went down completely the wrong route because those they don't need the ISPs. They have their own ways of gathering the data and uh, and everything. I think the fundamentally though, the issue is that. You need a better business model for the internet than just monetizing personal information. Absolutely. I think that, that's what it that's what that's where the crux of the issue is. And what this all seems is that you put in regulations or you put in some controls to stop tracking, and then they'll just come up with a different tracking way because they're too entrenched in their ways to think of a different way to monetize it. And it doesn't need yeah. to be uh payment like as in physical payment but there are other ways you can or could go about it but you know it's just we're so used to uh convenience on both sides there was an episode of black mirror where you had to do physical exercise to 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 gain social points maybe we should uh, issue all the poor people with exercise bikes or yeah, well, give give the data to uh, Vodafone. <laughs> uh, no, you're either afraid of exercise or being considered poor. One or the other. <laughs> well, I know I'm poor. <laughs> so this is the man who who just before we started recording, and Andy's going through. Oh. I've got these uh, direct debits coming up this month and therefore services he never has used in his life. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is a good Black Friday deal, £30 a month. And have I ever used it? Nope. And there's hey, about do you know what? 10 of We them. are recording today because I pay for one of these services that yes. we never use. So, you know, this is why I have this redundancy going on. That's that wow. that four hundred quid you've spent over the last eighteen months is worth every penny for today's episode. It is <laughs> today and last week. Let's uh, let's not forget last week as well. Oh, uh, that's true. You also that's had technical true, yeah. challenges last week. 
Yeah. And is the kind of man who's got another house on the other side of town, just in case the house he's living in catches fire or something. And it's <laughs> well, all kitted out with the grid. exact same thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Some different part of the grid, you know, fault tolerance. You know, and, and <laughs> you know, his, his family over there, you know, they're from completely different backgrounds, just in case he feels he has to <laughs> yeah. you know, disconnect from one and yeah. move to the other. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's uh, he, he, you know he's got a dog in this house. He's got a cat in that house. Everything's yeah. just you know, square yeah. mirrored away. It's very good. It's very clever. Anyway, it, Vodafone, it stop being a you know, stop being arseholes and deal with this. This is not the right way to go. Rant of the week. Go! Recording from the UK. You're listening to the Host Unknown podcast. Well, we're certainly not going to be recording from Germany in the near future, are we? No, no, absolutely not. Not when they can track us like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's <geez>. right. <laughs> God knows what they might find out about us. Anyway, uh, let's move on to uh, this week's. <laughs> Well, well, well. So um, if you ever watch YouTube, you know that um, every influencer will tell you to get a VPN because checks notes. You can then watch Netflix shows from when you're not in the country that it's not available in. Uh, <laughs> apparently, that's the only use of VPNs. But, you know, there, there are some other other reasons and people uh, use them to evade some um, snooping governments or just for their own privacy or you know, bypassing those geo uh, locks that uh, some of their favorite content streaming providers put on. But um, in India, um, they have been rolling out their stringent new uh, cybersecurity requirements. Absolutely stringent. And uh, oh, these are the 4D printing ones, yeah? Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Right. The ones we covered last week. And... Um, so one of the, the requirements is that um, VPN providers must verify customers' identity, retain their contact details, and store five years' worth of data describing their ownership pattern. Jeez. Um, this is, can you imagine if this was happening in China, you know, with people trying to... Yeah. Or any sort of uh, uh, countries with openly oppressive governments... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as opposed to just subtly oppressive government. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, and um, they, 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 as you can tell, this is like a hard, hard task for anyone to fulfill. And a VPN, the whole purpose of it is like to maintain, you know, lack of identity and contact details yeah. and not store years and years worth of data. Um, so... One company in particular, ExpressVPN, states that its all RAM design makes compliance with India's rule impossible because it doesn't store any log of user activity. Um, so they actually then went and put their money where their mouth is. Uh, they refuse to participate in the, this is their statement, the ExpressVPN refuses to participate in the Indian government's attempt to limit internet freedom because we know if you've thrown the word freedom in there, everyone gets all riled up. Um, Absolutely. So, 
and in a cruel twist of fate, I I, I love the irony. I, I I'm sure on this on this jubilee weekend, the, the Her Majesty would love this. Uh, the company's remedy is to offer its Indian user servers located offshore as alternatives, uh, and those servers will be named India via UK or India via Singapore. <laughs> so so yes. India now looks to the UK as one of its offshore data processing centres. <laughs> <laughs> the, the t- it, it was only a matter of time, right? Only a matter of time. You imagine getting through to customer support. And it's like, yeah. Come on, what is your real name? John. <laughs> no, what the, it's the equivalent no. of, of, you know, India's going to be, or Indians are going to be calling customer support and getting th- put through to some Geordie from Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trying, <laughs> trying to pretend that they've watched the latest, you know, Indian TV show the the night before. Yeah, <laughs> and the Indians will be saying, yeah. "Oh, bloody! I can't stand a word they're saying." Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch your Bollywood last night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My name's Gupta. Exactly. But it's it's it, it is funny how it's how it's it, life is just a cycle at the end of the day. Life is just <laughs> it a cycle. is. It is. Uh, so um, yeah. in res- so uh, the the new rules, India's new rules, have been widely criticised as being impractical and impinging on privacy. And in response to the criticism, the Minister for Information Technology, Rajiv Chandrasekhar, said. If VPN providers don't like the rules, they can leave India. Wow. Basically, basically he said, get off my lawn. <laughs> he was basically, go back to where you came from. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's, it's almost more like when a girl dumps you and, and like, you know, a girl says, oh, it's over. So, well, it can't be over because I'm dumping you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't find me, you. I quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. So I think Rajiv Chandrasekhar, I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, touted as the Jacob Reek Moose of India or something like that. <laughs> the Jacob Moog Reese. Yeah, yes. whatever. I, I always forget. It's, I, I, I would not do him the courtesy of actually learning what his proper name is. Honestly, that's fair enough. That is fair enough. Dear me. My God! Well, I, I, you know, in a rare moment, I'm, I'm going to agree with this, Billy Big Balls. It's good. It absolutely is. It's is the right thing to do. Um, hopefully, it doesn't deny Indians the, uh, the benefits of the ExpressVPN service as such. But uh, yeah, but, but absolutely right on. Billy Big Balls of the week. The Host Unknown Podcast, orally delivering the warm and fuzzy feeling you get when you pee yourself. Ah. We haven't got any more uh, Queen or uh, Jubilee jingles or fanfare music or anything like that because we ran out of time. And talking of time, Andy, what time is it? It is that time of the show where we head over to our news sources over at the InfoSec PA Newswire who have been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around the globe. Industry News. Third of UK firms have experienced a security breach since 2020. Industry News. 
US academic credentials displayed in public and dark web forums. Industry news. Airline in Turkey exposes flight and crew info in 6.5 terabyte leak. Industry news. Three BEC suspects arrested in Killer Bee Sting. See what they did there. Industry news. Magnabur ransomware now targets Windows 11 machines. Industry news. Eurocops bust $47 million money laundering operation. Industry news. Twice as many healthcare organisations now pay ransom. Industry news. Europol confirms takedown of SMS-based flubot spyware. Industry news. Connecticut becomes fifth US state to enact customer privacy law. Consumer. Industry news. And that was this week's... Industry news. Huge, if true. Huge. Huge. I'm actually trying to figure out who the other three... Uh, I know of the California Consumer Privacy Act. I'm trying to think of the other states in what, the US. What, copper? Uh, what, copper? Is CCPA. It's the, the California one. Oh, it's, it's, oh OK. Because well, the, there's two coppers. There's COPA think. and COPPA. One is a... Um, a, a children's privacy act and there's another one anyway I can't remember um, but no the, 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 there's a whole bunch of states something like two thirds of states have enacted a similar privacy laws uh, well I wouldn't say it's two thirds if Connecticut becomes a fifth <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah I thought no maybe it's something else I was thinking of um are you, you thinking of... about gun laws? Like, you no, know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> Were you allowed to carry automatic? Uh, I've been thinking you know, right. about that a lot recently. But that would um, be, yeah, that would be two thirds of states. Yeah, that's right. No, there was there was another act. Maybe it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, I, California, I, Virginia, Colorado. I see. Okay. Right. All all the hippie states, basically. Yeah. Is there a correlation between legalized marijuana and privacy of? Yeah, that's right. If I smoke this, I don't want anybody to know about it. Well, let, let's <laughs> let's go and do a spurious correlation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I did so like the just, um, killer bee sting headline. I, d I haven't clicked on it yet. Uh, but I, I, but I, I like what they did with the headline. I then. like what they did there. I like what they did there. Um, ransomware targeting Windows 11 machines. Windows 11's been out for months. What they've been doing up till now? Uh, it's, uh, it's just you know they're, they're just still getting so much success with Windows 10 and below. Right? <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and Vista and XP. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my takeaway from this week was if you are targeting ransomware, then go for healthcare companies. Yeah, because um, yeah. they seem to be paying well, paying twice as many as any. I others. reckon they found that it's cheaper to pay the ransom than it is to recover data. Yeah. Because the yeah. amount of time it takes to recover and all that sort of stuff, you know, with uh, reinst reinstalling everything and all that sort of thing, that takes time and effort, which costs money. So I reckon they've done a, a cost-benefit analysis and worked out it's cheaper to pay. Yeah. Probably, yeah. And it doesn't come out of the CISO's budget as well. Yeah, it does. Surely it does. No, afterwards, when they have to uh, actually install, you know, actually... Um, then create new processes and ways yeah. to protect in the future. But for now, yeah. Well, whose budget would yes. it come out of? 
I guess, well, legal? Corporate, corporate slush fund. Yeah. 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 CFO. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the, their headache. Well, it's the it's the it's the workers, um, you know, bonus fund or Christmas yeah. party fund. What what, what bonus fund? <laughs> Andy yeah. asks. Yeah, this is the US. <laughs> well, you know, wow. more people would have had bonuses if they didn't get hit by ransomware. This is uh, this is like a slow news week, isn't it? It is yeah. actually not Jubilee very interesting week. at all. Well, that was this week's industry news. It doesn't matter if the judges were drinking. Host Unknown was still awarded Europe's most entertaining content status. Three more weeks we have. Three more weeks. We shall milk it. We shall milk it. We're going to be listening to just those for the next few weeks. Right, <laughs> let's round us off now. We're into the last few minutes with this week's... Tweet of the Week. We always play that one twice. Tweet of the Week. And I shall take us home with this week's Tweet of the Week from Evie. Uh, and they explain the difference between TV hacking and real hacking. So on TV hacking, I just need to get past their firewalls. Damn, they're using a rotating IP address. I can't decrypt it fast enough. Versus real hacking. Hey, Sharon, this is Jim from IT. We're seeing some weird stuff with your account. Can I get your password to confirm it's you? <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Quality. It's all uh, so you're... glamorous on on TV and like you go into the, the two data... keyboards. Yeah, the two keyboards or even just the small things like you go into their data centers and everything's so pristine and like no no loose cables anywhere and there's no <laughs> like data or fumbling around. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> no, mine mine definitely didn't. <laughs> no. No. And like, you know, oh, I got the wrong key for the wrong server cabinet, then trod, 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 like half a mile back to the front. <laughs> oh, As if yeah. you actually lock the gates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just rest it on the side. Don't let yeah. anyone know it's not really locked. Because it's too much hassle to remember yeah. the combinations. <laughs> oh, uh, dear. That's, no, that did is I tell you, like, there was a There was a time I had to go do like one of these HSM key ceremony things like you know renew like the keys on it I, i'm being vague because i still don't understand how it actually works but don't, um, did you actually have to take the keys to a bank vault because i remember having to do that in no, like 2002 no, so, oh, okay. so, so basically they had this segregation of duties principle in place to keep the key super secure so i had half of the key in a sealed envelope yeah. and this other guy had uh, the other half of the key. So we, we get to the data center and we sat there all day, like in the cold. like And he was super prepared. He bought a blanket. He had snacks. He had tea. Not his he first radio. Like, no, no. And I was there, like <laughs> shivering away. like <laughs> was, was he just stuffing his face and drinking a thermos of tea in his blanket while looking at him in the eye while you were yes. just stood there in your, in your t shirt? It, it Pretty much. Pretty much. And then. We get the call about three hours later from the project, say, okay, you can you can do the keys and what have you. So he had the first half, so he went up to the keyboard and, you know, it's all unlocked and ready and he types it in. And then it goes, your turn. And I look at my piece of paper, I look at the documentation, I just hand him my part of the password. <laughs> you do it. So my fingers He's... are too cold. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's how we normally do it. 
when you said ceremony, I really expected there to be robes and you know, like you know, <laughs> fires burning in the corner and in the corner. Yeah, wishes there were stuff like that. Yeah, that's how it should be done. It should be with a lot of fanfare. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. Thank you very much, Andy, as always, for this week's tweet of the week. And that brings us to the end of this special Jubilee edition of the Host Unknown podcast. Uh, Jav, thank you very much. Well, you're welcome, as always. <laughs> you sound so thrilled to be here every week. Every week. Um, I just know Andy. what's coming up next is my line's been stolen. That's what's happening. We'll steal it back. Yeah, or start eating back. Haribo. You know, do something of the Andy shtick. You know, steal it back. That's like that's like that's like how the Brits responded when the India asked for their their crown jewels back or something. Like, no, this is ours now. We stole it legally. <laughs> so, you you do know you've got a British passport, right? That that's you in there. That's 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 your heritage in there as well. <laughs> that's one Just thing saying. I'm stealing back, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, thank you very much. Stay secure, my friends. Stay secure. You've been listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, comment and subscribe. If you hated it, please leave your best insults on our Reddit channel. Worst episode ever. R slash smashing security. So Jav's just pissed off. Andy doesn't want to be described as poor. Oh, no, I don't mind being described as poor. It's... Um... <laughs> It's the exercise. <laughs> it's the exercise part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mandatory exercise, man. That's that, that's another level. Just uh, I don't need this Britain. kind of oppression. I'm moving to India. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need to do, Andy? You need to go and, and just like rock up at the doorstep of that, the relative or the friend of the relative who's got your stuff and just knock on the door and say, I'm here to pick up my stuff. That's how you handle uh, so I've already got it now. I, I, oh. I did. I, I, I worked up. Yeah, they, they weren't there. And I was like, look, I'm here. And she's like, okay, I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> so what oh. was on the T-shirt? Oh, nothing. Just plain, just plain T-shirts. <laughs> <They're all laughs> just bright African colours, nice plain T-shirts. Uh, bright yeah. Mark logo on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> if, well, that's the irony, right? You get stuff over here in Primark and it says like made in Mauritius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.